Warning, this episode is rated M for Mature because I swear like it's my job and I'm employee of the fucking month. Are you alright? No, I'm not alright. No. I've got to stay sober for two weeks. I'm not going to make... Hello, 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 and welcome. You are listening to A Real Treat. And where we're going, we need Rhodes. Because I am your host, Charlie Rhodes. And across from me is my co-host, the tits that make you laugh, Dalton Titsaw. Ha ha ha. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Charles, for having me. Really excited about this podcast. We have been planning and talking about this for months. Finally, it's coming to fruition. So excited to be doing this with you because movies are my favorite thing. I know they're yours as well. Oh, yeah. And so excited to have listeners out there engaging with us and listening and laughing along and, and just learning something about movies or teaching us something about movies, maybe. Absolutely. Uh, just a little bit about about us. Uh, I'll start with me because I know me, and you can go after me, and no, you can talk about, about you. No, how about I talk about you, and you talk... I'm just kidding. Go I ahead, know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me about my life. Thank you. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> well, it all started. I'm, I'm 30 years old. Uh, we both live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I've been involved in uh, theater since high school, and even before I did some talent shows. Uh, after I graduated high school, I, um, I went to New York Film Academy in New York City, I got really into writing. I got really into stand-up comedy. I am still trying to be a stand-up comic. Uh, hopefully, you can tell that from <laughs> how, how I do on these episodes. <laughs> if you don't find me funny, do me a favor and just keep it to yourself. Anyway, um, so that's why... I, and, and movies, to me, are just like... They're everything. I, I watch probably three movies a day just for the fuck of it. And I own at least like 400 DVDs. So he does. I, I want to that. Yeah. So I wanted to come up with a podcast where we just talk about movies and acting and, and stuff like that and drama and theater and uh, also play a few games, do a little improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalton, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself? Charles, I learned so many things about you just there. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. I, you, you're a lot more interesting than I originally thought. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm Dalton Titchaw. Uh, Born, raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Actually lived in New York at the same time as Charles. Didn't go there for the New York Film Academy. Went there for a different school myself. But um, that's that was when we really became really, really good friends yeah, from our time in New York. But definitely. anyway, I'm a, I'm a film and television actor with TDH Talent Agency here in the great state of Georgia. Uh, been in a few things. Want to be in a lot more. Of course, acting is my passion to go right along with that. Movies are my passion as well. Charles is definitely the movie buff here. More of an expert than I am. I'm not so much of a movie uh, expert or savant myself, but I, I love watching movies and I've been so excited to start this because I feel like I have a lot to share. A lot of movies that are rattling around in my brain that I want to talk about, and there's a lot of movies that I haven't seen. There's a lot of movies all of us haven't seen, and so I, I'm, I'm here to learn from Charles about movies, learn from you guys as you engage with us about movies, and to be able to watch more, and just make this, hopefully, one day my job to watch movies. That would yeah. be the coolest, man. Absolutely. That that would be the coolest, man, And but, but ultimately, we're just here to have fun. We're just here to talk about movies. We're going to do a lot of top tens. You know, we got top ten comedies, top ten dramas, top ten romance, yep, top, top ten, 10 actors, action, actresses, actors, actresses, directors. everything, everything. We got we got fifty categories at least, and that's just for the first fifty episodes. And we're also gonna do uh, some improv games as well. I've I've come up with a few games uh, that I created. I've also stolen a lot of games from Whose Line Is It Anyway? If you've ever seen that, we're just gonna have a lot of fun here on this podcast. And I and I and I hope that you guys stick around and and have fun with us. Yeah, absolutely. This uh, first episode, uh, as you've probably seen in the title, is going to be about top 10 childhood favorites. We both think that that's a great place to start because we were both born in 1990. We're going to go back to our childhood, have some movies from the 90s, have some movies from even before that that were around when we were kids, and we're going to talk about them, have a great time. So stick around and hear what we have to say. Top 10 childhood favorites. Let's go. Let's go. My number 10 movie is Free Willy. Oh, boy. 1993, directed by someone named Simon Winsor. Uh, thanks, Simon, for making a great movie. Uh, it stars Jason James Richter, Lori Petty, Michael Madsen, and Michael Ironside of Total Recall and Starship Troopers fame. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I like me some Starship Troopers. Now. And, and, and and I know Free Willy is, is, is not one that you really talk about or hear about much, and and I get that. The reason why it's on my top 10 childhood favorites is because uh, every Easter for about five or six years straight, 
I would uh, I would wake up on Easter morning and I would have you know the, the basket with the chocolates and some gifts and stuff. I love that. Yeah, that and that was one of my favorite things about about Easter. Oh, of course, waking up and and, and doing the the Easter egg yeah, hunts and stuff. Forget the egg hunt. I mean, yeah, I got a couple bucks here and there on one of those eggs, but I mean, yeah, we had the basket, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Couple different it was like Christmas. candies and like one or two little gifts, and yeah, it was yep. usually a movie and something else. Yeah, and for me, I awesome. always got one, and back then it was VHS tapes, and I always got a VHS tape um, for a few years, and uh, three of those are on this list, and Free Willy was the very first one, and that's why it's on my list. I don't even know if I owned Free Willy. I remember we had a VHS. It was one of the free. I think it was two, though. I think it was Free Willy Two. Is what we really? Had. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and when, when did Free Willy come out? Ninety-seven. Ninety-three. 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 Yeah. So okay. I was, you know, three or four. I, was say, I probably haven't seen that movie since like ninety-six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I watched it. I watched it a few times, but I definitely haven't seen it since I was like five or six. So I don't know. One. I don't remember exact everything that happens. I definitely remember that 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 that, that, that poster shot of the of Free Willy jumping over him, going yeah, over oh, yeah. the. Oh yeah. yeah. Over the over mm-hmm. the little barrier of the mm-hmm. rocks that he's standing on yeah now okay so i, I oh, know yeah. i said that i was going to list these off and then go back that's obviously not happening i don't think i don't no, we're that's gonna okay. yeah okay. so let's scrap that we're just gonna go through them one by one number 10. How about that? yeah let's do that but before i want to mention something about free willy it's a little sad but i'm still going to mention it and the fact is that after free willy um came out they had this whole like movement of protests oh, that yeah. went down to SeaWorld. world blackfish uh, well, I mean, Blackfish is more recently. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, like in the '90s, they had they 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 had this thing where they they um, all these people uh, tried to get that um, uh, orca whale that was used in the movie uh, released. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and you know that that thing, the curve. The, yeah, the curve, the curve of the dorsal fin. Just because they've been swimming around mm-hmm. in circles over. Well, it's over also over a sign of thing. depression in them. I believe. That yeah, and so and and so what? That's so sad. I didn't even want to talk. About it costs, and I know I kind of I'm going down. You know what? All right. So just if you want to know more information, go look it up for yourself. I just wanted to kind of throw a little bit out there, you know, so you get some uh, some backstory from the movie. All right, All right go. I, what's I, your I number mean, ten? I'm with you. It's another animal movie. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. is it ants? Uh, no, it a is, bug's life. It is mouse hunt. Mouse oh yeah, Hunt. yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety-seven, directed by Gore Verbinski. Also uh, directed uh, the very first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and also Rango, uh, the the Johnny animated Depp movie? movie with yeah, the, one of my where Johnny movies. Depp is a lizard, and uh, it's it's starring Nathan Lane, uh, Lee Evans, and of course Christopher Walken. Uh, <laughs> one of my absolute favorite movies. I mean, these two guys just move into a busted ass house, and it's got nothing in it, and there's just it. it they find out it's worth a ton of money, so they go and renovate it. But there's just this one little pesky mouse that <laughs> Dude, it is such a good. Uh, I mean, they blow premise. holes in the walls trying to kill this thing, and oh, it's awesome. They ultimately awesome. just destroy this house trying to kill this mouse. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Awesome. It's basically that darn cat, but it's a mouse, and it's awesome. That darn cat is that? Was that a TV show or something? That I was uh, that was a Disney movie. Was, oh, really? I, well, actually, they remade it as well. So uh, yeah, they uh, Christina Ritchie was in the remake. Really cool. Um, yeah, just one of those movies, but. That's that's my number ten. I grew up owning that movie. I think actually we got that in an Easter basket. Not now that I think about it, because I definitely owned the VHS for it for a long time. Definitely and, a good uh, pick. I loved that movie. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, so um, I'm gonna go with my number nine now. Uh, that would be Airbud, another movie that I got as a VHS. It wasn't <laughs> another the animal second movie. One. Another yeah, another animal movie. But I mean, um, me as a kid watching Airbud over and over and over again, I. Loved that movie. And the plus, basketball one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, only good. that one. Okay, I mean, that's they, the only, they, yeah. they took them to space eventually, man. They, there's like 12 <laughs> of those. No. I mean, no way. I only watched Airbud 1, right? The first one. <laughs> but I knew about the baseball one and the yeah, soccer in, one. Yeah, they go to space, dude. And they the got, football one. Yeah. No, but they, the basketball one was the only one. It's like Fast and Furious. Where are you going to go next? Space. You know? Like, that's, it, it, that's what's I mean, that's what's rumored to happen that's, in, that's in one ridiculous. of the upcoming movies. Um, but Airbud, uh, for me, I just, man, I, also basketball was my sport growing up. That's like the main sport that I played. I love dogs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, man, it just, it just really stuck out to me. And that one scene was so memorable for me when he's trying to, when the kid is trying to get, uh, let, he's trying to get, he wants to let Airbud go. And he, and he goes up to, out to this like landfill. And he's like, just go, just go. Oh, Air yeah, Bud. and he's crying and, and telling yeah, him to leave. I yeah, and he throws now. his, yeah. like, ball that he likes a lot, and he runs after yeah. it, and, and he's crying. Said, man, that, that scene got me, God, man. I have not even thought about that movie. In so, years. yeah, and and uh, so it was, it, that was 1997, directed by Charles Martin Smith. Um, the kid was uh, Kevin Zegers, Zegers, I'm not sure how to say it. Um, but my my bra- someone the, who never had a career afterwards. Yeah, I don't I don't think he did, unfortunately. But the uh, the star of that to me was Michael Jeter as that the evil clown. Like oh, I love owner. Michael Jeter. Yeah, that I, guy I, was amazing. I wish in he was still film. with us today. Yeah, no, rest in peace, peace, brother. All right, you're number nine. 
Number nine. All right. Well, we're getting uh, we're gonna get off the uh, animal topic here, and uh, my Thank number you. nine is uh, small soldiers. Yeah, excellent, small pick, bro. Soldiers. <laughs> Greetings. I am Archer. <laughs> no, no, Emissary of the Gorg- Gorgonites or whatever it is. Do that other quote you're known for. With the, <clears throat> the what? Where he gives his name or greetings, Alan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> greetings, Alan. Now shut up. <laughs> yeah. Kirsten Dunst My was awesome Alan, now shut up. I couldn't believe that Kirsten Dunst was in that. Yeah. Go- Kirsten Dunst was in that movie. Uh, like, David, like her- David Cross was in that movie. As was uh, Phil Hartman. Another rest in peace, man. That, that's a sad story right there. We're not even going to get into Phil Hartman today, but... Wow, uh, awesome, awesome movie. Soldier, I mean, soldiers take over these little toys. Yeah, oh, I just, I, I love how the army men just were completely dedicated oh, to yeah. it. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. Kind of like Buzz Lightyear a little bit, how they, they, they didn't understand that they were toys. I mean, they, they did. They had, they definitely were right. self-aware. You but are they, a toy. <laughs> yeah. Action figure. Yeah, well, Toy Story may or may not be up there on my list, and we'll get to that later. But, yeah. I, and, Small and, Soldiers was awesome. It was like, it was like Toy Story, but... PG thirteen right. and a little more badass, you know. You Definitely people badass. actually getting hurt and uh-huh. stuff, and it was awesome. And they, was that awesome. final raid on the house that yeah. takes like thirty minutes yeah. at the end. And they play that Spice Girls song. I love this song. <laughs> if you wanna be my lover, I'm gonna get with my friends. There it is. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on. <clears throat> moving on. All right. Number eight for me is George of the Jungle, 1997, directed by Sam Wiseman, who oh. also. <laughs> Sam Wiseman directed it. He also directed What's the Worst That Can Happen with Martin Lawrence and Danny DeVito, as well as D2 The Mighty Ducks, which I just watched. I mean, not for the first time, but rewatched uh, on Disney Plus last week. Nice. Thank you for the uh, login. Uh, hope nobody from Disney's listening to that. Right. Like, I don't know what he's talking about, man. Yeah. He stole my information. He stole my identity. <laughs> he stole my Disney identity. Not much to say about George the Jungle. I just love it. I mean, it. no, I it was great. It. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. I love Brendan Fraser, favorite, man. One of my favorite actors. Um, that guy's great. Leslie Mann was in it, and so was Thomas Hayden Church. And, and wasn't the monkey, wasn't that, uh, the, the gorilla, wasn't that um, voiced by, uh, oh, God, John Cleese? I don't know. I can look it up. I, uh, look we, that up real quick. Oh, all right. Well, just just follow. I mean, because that was an awesome movie. And Leslie Mann also yeah. was in mm-hmm. that movie. I love her. Because, uh, yeah. you know, she's married to uh, Judd Apatow in real life. Really? The, the director and producer for a lot of those. Yeah, right. The 40 Old Virgin. Yeah, 40 Old Virgin. 40 knocked up and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I, her most famous, like, to me, her most memorable, I guess, role is her in the 40 Old Virgin as the as the drunk chick at the bachelorette oh, yeah. party that he goes home with. And she's driving like a maniac. <laughs> that tasted good. And then he's like, that tasted like your, your clam sandwich or whatever the hell whatever the hell she ate. That was so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while I look this up, we'll come back to it um, briefly, but you go ahead with your number, uh, what are we on, eight? Yeah, number eight. Um, and uh, for me, I, I had a, I don't know, I almost wanted to take it out because I do, I loved this movie when I was a kid. It's kind of a stupid movie now. Uh, Vegas Vacation, um, you know, one of the Chevy Chase vacation movies. Mm-hmm. Where, but this one, he goes to Vegas. And I think I really just liked it because of uh, Randy Quaid in this movie. Like, that, <laughs> it, it's just that's probably the only reason why that. And uh, they ended up winning Viper at the end of the very movie. Which, For real, which just was, Viper, man. Which was really cool because I have an, I have a story where I went, I've been to Vegas. I went when we were like eleven or twelve years old. When I was 11 or 12 years old, we went to Vegas, my family, and we stayed at the MGM Grand, where okay. is where they stayed right. in Vegas vacation. And the Viper was right there. Uh, at, you know, once you walk in a little bit, once you get like head towards the pools, they have like eight pools at the MGM Grand. Um, but once you uh, are heading towards the pools, there's that Viper with like slots all the way around it, and he just ended up winning it in that movie. And I was like, I've seen that, and you know, that movie was filmed, so nobody had won that car. In the time that, from when they filmed that movie and released it to when I went there like four years later. So it might even still be there for all I know. Man, but that's cool. I love that Viper, man. That Viper is sexy. What color was it? Did it have racing stripes? Red. Mm. No, it was just red. Mm. Cool. I think it had uh, yellow wheels. No, that was Hulk's. Hulk's. Uh, Hulk Hogan's Viper. Never <laughs> yeah, mind. No, it's different. <laughs> but still, it was a badass car. Hey, I thought we were going to say like what year it came out. Who oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas right, Vacation, 1997. So that's my second 97. Um, and then obviously it had Chevy Chase. Uh, as they all do, and then it had uh, Randy Quaid. Right, yeah. So, and I'm done with Vegas Vacation because I didn't really even want to talk about that movie anyway. And I honestly haven't even seen it. That's why I haven't said much on it. <laughs> but I, I I, trust you on the Viper part. So, um, and, and real quick, going back to George of the Jungle, were you talking about Kwame, uh, the the monkey or ape or, or whatever he was? Yeah, the ape. Um, Richard Roundtree. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was wrong on that one then. Yeah. Who did you think it was again? John Cleese. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> wrong everything on that yeah. one. Um, all right, so... I just uh, remember being British, but I guess... Hey, speaking of apes and gorillas, my oh, number boy. seven is Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, oh, man. man. I haven't seen that in forever. Dude, I, I haven't either, but I remember loving it so much. It's, it's, a, it's a great story. Um, I couldn't even tell you what the story is, though, to be honest. I just know that I loved it. I watched it a lot as a kid. It wasn't one of those that I got You just Easter. love animal movies. <laughs> I guess I I mean, me as a kid, for sure. I mean, what if what if that was a category? Top ten animal movies. I'm, then You'd three be fucked. <laughs> I'd be, I mean, I'd be going down to Air Bud 6 and 7. Right. <laughs> Space Bud. You know, but I'm not I'm not following your rule, to be honest. Like, if I, if I like a movie... And it and it and it could be on action and you know fantasy. It might end up. I'm gonna try, but I'm not gonna be as stingent as you've been. Well, I just I just have so much up here in my noggin right, about yeah. movies that I just want to like. I, I want to be fair, and I, I don't want to use one more than once. Cause and that's cool. No, I I mean, by all means, you do. You, Thank you very much. I'm just and gonna try my you. hardest not to. I, I'm yeah. eventually going to have to. I, I am. I mean, how do I not put you know. The Matrix in my sci-fi movies or something right like and that. action and yeah. action and everything you know everything and Keanu up. Reeves when and we eventually get to that and do we have that. Keanu Reeves on there top ten Keanu because we definitely should uh, we how about that. bottom ten Keanu because that's about all of his movies uh, okay to me. I see I see we and have a, a Keanu hater here I'm not a big fan I'm I am a, a huge big, fan I'm a, so. I'm a big fan of him as a person I am not a big fan of him as an actor. Okay, I'm not a, I'm 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 not necessarily a fan of him as an actor. I'm a fan of his movies, though. He's been in great movies. Come on, Point Blank. He's also been like the worst All the John part Wicks. of those movies, like Devil's Advocate. He, he was definitely the worst part of Devil's Advocate. He was wooden. Was they could have put a movie. plank in his part, and it would have been just as fine. But no, he, that he, sounds about right for every. You know, no, every no, movie. I will agree with you on Devil's Advocate, but I will not on pretty much every. other I one. think it's just me. A lot of people like him. I, I'm, and again, I think he's a great person. But I'm just, I think there are better actors out there for sure. Well, definitely better actors. Yeah, definitely. But just uh, as far as a cultural icon. Eh. All right, well, we'll get to that maybe at another time. <laughs> uh, so, Mighty Joe Young was 1998, starring Bill Paxton, Charlize Theron. Regina King was in that as well. Uh, that was fun learning that when I was doing some research. And it was directed by some person named Ron Underwood. So, thank you, Ron Underwood, for making a good movie. Oh, yeah. All right, man, number I'll seven for you. There. Number seven. Hey, you guys! Oh, that would be the 1985 wonderful Steven Spielberg movie, The Goonies, actually uh, produced by Steven Spielberg, probably written by as well. Directed by uh, Richard Donner, who actually uh, did Scrooged and all the Lethal Weapon movies. So that's pretty cool. I actually just watched Lethal Weapon 1 uh, the other night. Um, but you got to love the Goonies. I mean, it's got uh, Sean Astin as a little kid who we still see in movies today. Um, Josh Brolin is also Corey Feldman, also in the movie from Stand By Me. Just an awesome cast, and didn't then you, you got say, sloth sorry. in that movie. Yeah, and right. no, you're good. And no, didn't up? you? Did, we were watching. Um, we were watching Always Sunny the other day. Didn't you say Danny DeVito's in, in the Goonies, or was that your brother? No, Danny DeVito. We were talking about Danny DeVito was in uh, uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh my bad, my bad. Which yeah. uh, he, you can't even tell unless you actually like looked up the IMDb or whatever of all the actors in it. But also a great movie. We'll be talking about that one a different day. You know what? That's wanna, one of my all-time favorites. I want to branch off and talk about a, a TV show that I've been watching. I, I binged it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, there's three seasons, so I'm definitely not finished with it. But I, I watched the first season. Uh, it has um, I forget her first name, but it, it, her last name's Devito. She's, she's got to be related to him. She's also super short. Um, she's she. I'm guessing she's his granddaughter. Um, say, but she could be she could be his daughter. I'm not I'm not sure. Could be daughter or granddaughter because I know that his wife, who is his estranged wife, they don't. They're not divorced, but they don't live together. But they have a couple kids. So, mm. and and she has a different last name. I can't even think of her name right now. She's another famous actress. But um, anyway, yeah, it could be like her grand, his granddaughter or something. Yeah. So so um, the show that she's in it stars Tyler Labine, who uh, I first saw in Sons of Tucson, which was a fun show. It unfortunately got canceled after one season. That was a really good comedic show. But it's called Deadbeat, and it's on uh, Hulu. Uh, and uh, the reason why I clicked on it was because I love Tyler Labine, but I also saw Cal Penn in the uh, okay. in, the, in the in the still for the for the movie yeah. or um, the TV show. He actually wasn't even in the first season. Um, I've only just begun the second. I don't know when he comes in. I'm excited for it because I'm a huge fan of Cal Penn, um, obviously from Hell and Kumar. 
<laughs> and uh, so anyway, she's in that, and, and she does a great job. And I just wanted to talk about that, give a little plug to a show that most people might not have heard of. I, I definitely haven't. And yeah. honestly, Deadbeat I'm not much of a show person, but I'm trying. To, I'm working on that because I need yeah. to fill out like seven more slots for my top ten TV dramas. I only got like three right now. Yeah, so, I probably would only have like three or four, too. Yeah, I, I'd have to I, go back and look. I don't know much about TV. So... Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, what are so, we on? Numbers. Uh, I just we just did uh, my Joe Young for me, which was number seven. Do we do, do your number seven? I did my seven. All right, so it's time for number six, which is for me. This was the second VHS that I got for Easter, and All it right. is a classic. Get up and down now. It's got a real thing going on. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Space Jam. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> so it's um it's uh, Space Jam, uh, 1996. Uh, obviously, jump, with- put that camera at me, please. <laughs> He's fixing a divot. What kind of camera is that? <laughs> He's fixing a divot. <laughs> He's um, fixing a divot. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray, classic, classic, oh classic Bill Murray movie. Don't get me started. And uh, and I just loved Wayne Knight in that movie, man. Wayne Knight was hilarious. Uh, obviously, all the cartoon characters uh, with Bugs Bunny, and they and they had a uh, what was her name, Lola Bunny or something. Lola Bunny. Yeah, absolutely. Was Tasmanian she? Devil, was, she was, was that her first like appearance? Uh, I believe so. Well, no, actually, she might have been in the uh, the. You remember the Baby Tunes? Yeah, yeah, I or think she was in that. Yeah. Tiny I don't, I don't think it, Tiny Tunes. Tunes. Yeah, I never saw it, but I saw. I like, think the she was in that ads. as well. So gotcha. I don't know if Space Jam was her introduction or not. It probably was though, because I, I don't know. Definitely really gave Bugs know. Bunny something to do, which was which was fun to see. Oh, it, yeah, we were all rooting for him. Like, all right, get your bunny on. Man. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have a lot of kids if we know bunnies. Oh man, I love Space Jam. You can't not love Space Jam. If you don't like Space Jam, get the fuck out of America right now. Just, I'm just going to tell you that right now. My uh, my favorite scene is when they have to sneak into Michael's house to get his Jordans. Oh, yeah. or, I, or his shorts, right? I yeah. found the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. I love, I love that it. scene, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my number six. Uh, how about you? That's actually, I'm sorry, but that's actually the first time I've ever tried to do a Daffy Duck it was impersonation. Good, that wasn't bad, right? I know. I was like, I was like, in my head, I was I like, Daffy Duck. I found the shorts. Oh, and then he does it again. And then oh, I ruined great. it. I know, it sucked that No, time. it actually sounded, no, it sounded anyway, almost. Six? <laughs> yeah, six for you, man. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. <laughs> Can I take your order? Excellent choice. Good Burger. I mean, honestly, it should be number one for me, especially, like, my brother would probably be probably be pissed if he found out that this wasn't my number one because me and my brother can literally quote the entire movie of Good Burger because we've seen this movie like at least at least 2,000 times at least I'm not even like exaggerating here 2,000 times I've seen that movie Shaquille O'Neal makes an appearance you got Sinbad Keaton and Kel from all that uh, that's a 1997 movie so that brings me to my my third and final 1997 film of the day <clears throat> but Good Burger, Dan Schneider uh, wrote that, and he did a lot of all those Nickelodeon things. I think he did uh, Degrassi and Zoe 101 and all of them, really. Yeah, all that, Keenan and Kel, all that stuff. Man, Keenan and Kel, they were great. Oh, that yeah. was must-see TV back And you know, Keenan got such a great career out of that. You yeah. know, he's on SNL, and he's, he's well, he, in some movies. He was in the Mighty Ducks movies. He was in... Uh, 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 definitely the third one. I, I think he comes in in the second one. What the hell happened to Cal Mitchell, man? I don't know. We should look that up. Because I think they had like a reunion or something. The only thing that I know that he's he's been in was Like Mike 2. Not oh, even Mike. the first one. Oh, man. He's in the second one. I only know that. Not because I've seen it. I've never Basketball even seen that. Basketball is my but. favorite sport. I like the way they dribble the ball up and down the court, however it was. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, Mike you, was you a good far movie. Off. That's probably going to be my top 10 sports movies, to be honest. Oh, I w- it would be like 10. Uh, yeah, uh, it would be like 13 for me, so I, I can't put it in my 10. Yeah. But I do like Like Mike because Jason Kidd was in that movie. That and was my guy growing up. Oh, that dude, for me, it's player. Morris Chestnut. That is one of the best. I, I'm I'm straight as an arrow, man, but Morris Chestnut, is a, is a, he could get it. Well, you mentioned Bill Murray, and I, I'm a straight man, but I will I will wreck Bill Murray any chance I get. All <laughs> it's right? more like Bill Murray would wreck oh, you. Oh, and I would <laughs> gladly let him <laughs> bend over and take it up the pail, tailpipe, honey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a line from something else. Now I can't remember. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to snap that and let it be a little soundbite in, in future episodes or something. Yeah, except I, I didn't even say it properly. Oh, that's well, then a, never mind. Yeah, it. we'll scrap that idea. All right, uh, so now we are into... Oh, it's Liar Liar. That's what that's from. Uh, you got this pen. The Hand pen. over and take it up the tailpipe. This pen is re-blue. blue <laughs> Great movie, also. Yeah, that's we'll definitely going to be in, in one of our. What do we have? Top ten lawyer movies or? Uh, yeah, we do have something. top ten lawyer movies. Cool. Yes, yeah, do. that's, that's going to be there. Uh, okay, 
Now we are in the top five. For me, dun dun dun. Number five is might come as a shock to you. It is Titanic. Really? Yep. Really? <laughs> I would not have ever guessed that that would even be. That's not even in any of my top ten anything's. No, and it would be for me. <laughs> Actually, no. I just I just changed my mind. That's going in my top ten romance because I don't know many romance movies and I need a couple of slots. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, it'll be in my top ten disaster movies for sure. Do we have it? Oh, we need one of those. If we don't, we we should add it. You you sent, you gave me the list, and it, there's like I don't 80, think there is so a top ten disaster, so we're gonna add that. Definitely anyway. gonna add that. So Titanic. So here's the reason. It was uh, Jack. Uh, here's the number one season. <laughs> My first pair of boobies I ever saw. <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah. I was like, uh, it came out in, in what ninety seven. So yeah. so I was seven God, or eight. And my granny. So my granny lived right across the road from my parents. And so it was great for my was parents. Was your grandmother the the old lady in the very beginning of the movie? <laughs> mm, dang it, that's where I was going. <laughs> Is it? I have the Hope Diamond uh, actually in my uh, in my closet. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I've just been waiting until she, I'm. That bitch I'm lied, man. She said she threw that over the ocean. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's right here. No, uh, no, no, no. So, so I would my, my I would go over to my granny's a lot as a kid, and it was awesome, man. Those are, I have a lot of fond memories. From uh, her house and a couple movies that I'm about to talk about. Um, in, in, in actually, my, my number one, number two were ones that I saw over there a lot. I didn't watch Titanic over there a lot. It was funny because I, I actually only watched it there. Second and third pair of boobies he saw. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Made number one and number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and then <laughs> uh, was another movie that was, no, I'm just kidding about that. But oh, okay. um, I was just thinking of the first movie that came to my head that had boobies in it. There's plenty. I mean, there's plenty, but I luckily I don't I, have I that in say, my head. Lethal Weapon in the very first really? twelve seconds after they do all the credits, o- opening credits, boom, boobies. boobies. <laughs> the first thing you see. Can you do that one more time? Boom, boom, a hey, boom. There's a fat boobies. <laughs> so, um, so it, the 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 funny thing, Titanic is so long that it came in two VHSs. Yeah. It, it did. So so you would have to you'd get like halfway through the movie or like two hours in before the third act, and you'd have to pop it out and then put in the next one. And then uh, rewinding that was even a more of a pain in the ass. It's like, it man, was. I really want to watch it. Who didn't rewind this? Well, somebody who didn't want oh, to sit a- through. 20 minutes of switching out tapes and rewinding them. I'm going to say something that makes me sound so old, but kids these days, they will not, they will never understand. But I will tell you, it was revolutionary when my mom came home with a VHS rewinder. You remember those things? It was just a a little thing that you could slip, you slip your VHS in, you push it down and then it rewinds it for you. You don't have to do it in the, in the uh, player. Yeah. That man, that was revolutionary. That changed the freaking game. So, so night, so yeah, 1997 watching Titanic. The thing was, I watched it with my granny my mom, and one of my sisters, Allison. That would oh. have been awkward, getting your first direction around all your family. I was family. like, why am I becoming a statue all of a sudden? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what these good, warm, and fuzzy feelings were. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, um, well, yeah, we were seven, eight years old when we first saw that movie, so... Yep, yeah. so so that's why Titanic is one of my childhood and favorites. And I actually remember watching that with my buddy for the first time, like, you know, my... When we were like eight, I guess like eight years old, and like we we laughed more than we even like you know it didn't do anything for me. Uh-huh. I laughed at it. I was like, ah, look at her tits. <laughs> like, you know, I, those? I couldn't do that. I don't look I was, anything like that. I was with all females. Yeah, it, and it just, th- that's another reason why it's there. Is just looking back, it's like that's so weird. And and my and all of them had already seen the movie. They were like, yeah, let's definitely watch Titanic. We love that movie. And like they had, they didn't think about the fact that they had their, their little 7, 8-year-old, you know, son or or brother or grandson sitting with them who, who might might be a little uh a little sexually charged So we didn't go through actors, so that's you know Leonardo, Leo, that's Kate, Kate Winslet. Winslet, and then that was directed by James Cameron. And correct? yeah, and, and another actor in that, Billy Zane. Oh, Billy Zane was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are also, others. Also, uh, I can't remember her name. The the big uh, big lady, big uh, she had like red hair. I can't remember her name. She's in some good stuff. Oh, oh, like is she is she the mom in Waterboy? Is it Kathy Bates? I think that's the is she the mom in Waterboy because that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Then yeah, Kathy Bates. I think it's Kathy Bates. I yeah. could be wrong on that too. I, I, I love right. Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. Kathy yeah. Bates might be my all-time favorite actress. Foosballs for the devil, Bobby. <laughs> you was playing a foosball. <laughs> playing that foosball again. All right, well, we're gonna go to my number five. You, do you really want to? Because I've been enjoying talking about it. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> about Kate Winslet's tits. You like talking about that? We'll have a next episode. Will be all about Kate Winslet's titties. Okay. All right. <laughs> That'll be a bonus episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, there'll definitely be some bone. Anyway, <laughs> my number five is, <laughs> it came out in 1971. That was so lame. 
Frank, but so good. Dude. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank all right, you. all right, all right. Sorry, you're number five. There's no earthly way of knowing mm, nice. which direction we are going. Very yeah, nice. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with one of my all-time favorite actors, uh, Gene Wilder. And then you also had, can we just talk about Grandpa Joe for a minute? <laughs> what do you have to say, Charles? Well, this, just, just in the, the story doesn't make any sense oh, okay, as an yeah. adult. Absolutely. Right? This man has not gotten out of bed in like 40 years. But yeah. And as soon he as gets he, gets one, that he gets one chance to go to a chocolate factory, and all of a sudden the motherfucker can sing and dance <laughs> up and down the goddamn street. Like, are you kidding me? Like, dude, you this should have been out there trying lazy, to support your poor family. Yes, exactly. They're like poor as shit. You got the son going out and delivering newspapers while mom just cleans a bunch of old people's clothes and stuff. And you got four grandparents just sitting in the damn bed all day long, and then all of a sudden just getting bed sores and eating porridge. And then think about the other, yeah, exactly. Like, what are they? They <laughs> pissing and taking a crap in a bedpan every day. Like, that means Charlie Bucket's doing that for them too. Like, I just feel bad. <laughs> Charlie Bucket's putting Bucket them in kid. the bucket. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I choked on my own spit there. <coughs> Yeah, if I was Charlie Bucket, I'd be like, fuck you, Grandpa. I'm taking my mom, the only other person who works in this damn house. <laughs> Grandpa Joe. But anyway, he did a great job, and that was, uh, his and name is Jack Albertson, and he's, I've actually seen him in a few other things. I can't think of it yeah, now. Yeah, let's but. be clear. You are talking about the Gene Wilder version. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, am, I would never talk about the Johnny Depp version. That, I, I love Johnny Depp to death, but that man and Tim Burton, they ruined that movie. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, that sucked. We're like, Charlie and my chocolate factory. Oh, wait, I'm, my name is Charlie, so that doesn't really work. You know, you played Charlie in Charlie I did and the Chocolate play. Factory in I, high I was school. hoping that wouldn't come up, but yes, I did yeah. play Charlie why, in why, Charlie why and the Chocolate Factory. Why would that not come factory. up? That's, that, oh, that's cool. It, it is. It's fine. I, I'm, not, it's I'm fine. no Josh Warren, though, so, you know. Well, I mean, Willy Wonka is always going to steal that show. Of course. And, of course. And, and Josh did a fantastic job. So he looked more like Johnny Depp's version than Gene Wilder's. Well, and but you know, he, he played that version better than Johnny Depp ever could. And, and Johnny Depp's a good actor. Funny, funny thing about that, uh, when I auditioned for Charlie in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, my name being Charlie, or Charles as Dalton likes to call me. Oh, it's Charles. But anyway, um, everyone else calls me Charlie. And uh, I auditioned for Charlie, and so did one other person who was a girl. And I honestly thought for like half of minute like they were actually going to give the role to, to the girl that auditioned and i like not that that's a problem but i was like my fucking name is actually charlie like <laughs> i didn't even think i was going to get my own name part like are you kidding me <laughs> but i did and that was actually a, uh probably my second favorite play that we did in high school so definitely i i really enjoyed that one i uh, all the best plays in high school i was fortunate in my opinion i was fortunate enough to be in and i but i still went and supported all my friends and saw their plays and man, some of them were just stinkers, man, or sleepers. Like uh, yeah. Amadeus. Oh my gosh, dude, I couldn't Old stay away. Oh, uh, oh my gosh, yeah. You mean you mean our town? Our town. Sorry. Actually, See, it's our so town funny. is good when it's done done right. I played when George it's done in right, that. Sure, but yeah, in I was high George school, in 2015, like... and that was a good show. But in high, high school, should not do our town. And no. here's why. And and uh, a guy who's been on my other podcast, A Matter of Perception, Scott Pueller, he directed our town in 2015 for me, and he talks about it on that podcast and he's talked to me about it numerous times and us as the cast as we were going through that that play and he talked about how high schools shouldn't put it on because they don't appreciate the nuance of it and and, and what they it means yeah they don't get it at all no they don't they just they just know what the reason why is because they don't need a budget for it because it's done very minimalistic uh oh, you don't you, sure all you, you, you literally one backdrop <laughs> yeah and and you might have some some boxes on stage that you can right. sit on but other than that it's all like basically pantomiming which is really fun to act but high schoolers come on like nah, yeah i'm not about it so Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Uh, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Do you have Absolutely. anything more to say? Augustus. Augustus. I mean, I wish that that place was a real place, and, you know, that, that's about it. I, I really wish that there was a Willy Wonka and a Chocolate Factory, and I would definitely want that golden ticket. Yeah, for real. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden chance to make my way. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Next, number four Pure for me. imagination. Okay, that's all we're going okay. to do. Yep, do. You, yep, yep, do you yep. need to get out of your system? Come with me. And you'll see. 
Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. So I was trying to bait you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Trying to bait you. Trying to bait you. Date you. <clears throat> and it worked. Number four for me, another animal movie, Homeward Bound. Oh, my God. Yes. I just watched this the other day. Good wow. movie. A couple weeks ago. You yeah. could probably talk about it more than I could, actually. because I haven't seen it in a long time. I just know that as a kid, loved that movie. Talking Animals. Michael J. Fox was one of the voices. Yeah, Chase. He was Chase. Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh, think that was his name. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, it you was, seemed very... Chase Chase is a, is a good name I for a dog. I think it's Chase, and then there was, uh, like, the, the cat was, like, it was, like, Lucy, I think, or where's my phone? I don't to look. Uh, it's, I mean, I can look it up right here. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, cause we'll, we'll come back to it. I'm trying um, to think of the golden, uh, the golden Retriever's name as well. Uh, um, Sally Field was in that as well? Yeah, Sally yeah. Field. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Made Sally Field. Made in 1993. I love Sally Field. And directed by someone named Dwayne Dunham. Or Dunham, I don't know. Jeff Dunham. Dunham. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, okay. One of my favorite com- oh, comedians. Chance, not Chase. It was oh, there you Chance, go. Chance, Sassy, mm-hmm. and then the Golden Retriever was... Uh, Man, I have a computer that you got to that faster than me. Enough. Well, you know. Yeah. Phones, man. Shadow. Shadow oh, was the cool. Golden Retriever's Chance name. Chance and Shadow. Yep. All right, so that's enough for me. You know, that's when that's we're bound. We all know it. We all love it. Uh, how about number four for you? Number four for me would be. Uh, ooh. Uh, oh, speaking of animals, if you can, if you hear my dog snoring, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> By the way, it adds to the ambiance. Yeah, there's a she, couple dogs underneath uh, where we're recording right now. Yeah, and my dog Dakota, she is definitely a snorer, so sorry. I'm just gonna uh, do another quote for my number four. Okay, go ahead. You have really nice ceilings. You like ceilings? Mm, not particularly. And that would be from, uh, I know that's not really funny unless you're me or my brother probably. It was funny watching you do it just now. I know, right? Uh, that was the 1999 movie Blast from the Past where uh, with Brendan Fraser and uh, Alicia Silverstone and also had um, uh, Christopher Walken as well. And you, you haven't seen this, you said, or I, you have, you don't think you have? I don't think I have. If you explain the story, when you say Brendan Fraser in, from the past, I was thinking Encino Man. That's definitely not Which, it. Which, also a great, great movie. Great movie, yeah. Also but, a great movie. Yeah. Uh, but no, blast from the past. Uh, he's he's literally born in a homeless uh, in a um, in a bomb shelter, underground, and blast doesn't come up until like he's thirty five years old. So they do that with Robin Williams 30, too. Yeah, he, well, he spends his first thirty five years with just him and his parents in an underground bomb shelter because they thought that a bomb landed on their house. Right. When and spoiler alert, it was an airplane, so they could have come out at any time. That's funny. But then he goes out and he like just tries to figure out the world as someone who's literally only met his parents. Wow. So you know what they call that? They call that a fish out of water. Well, you know what they really call that? An awesome fucking movie. Yeah, Me and my brother go. watched that movie so many times. You, and my brother will be on the show, too. His name is Nick. He'll be on the show with us to talk about movies every once in a while. Yeah, we're going to have Because he's just like me. Um, well, he, he, he's, he's just like me in the fact that he likes to watch all my DVDs. Most of them are mine. Hey, so. you go. You guys have something in common. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> Besides so. uh, blood, uh, blast from the past. Uh, also, the last thing I guess I'm gonna say is uh, it was directed by Hugh Wilson, and I didn't know this, but he also directed um, a Police Academy, which oh, is cool. a really good movie. Very cool. So, on to number three. Number We're getting three. into the top threes yep. here. Top threes. Uh, this one is definitely a classic. Everyone's gonna know it. It is Toy Story. I did. I Ooh, teased it a little boy. earlier. I had to put it on here. It's obviously gonna be in Pixar movies as well. But um, it has to be because uh, it's definitely not 11th or 12th in that list. Um, it's not Cars 3 or The Good Dinosaur. Pizza so, Planet. I'm kidding. Good Dinosaur <laughs> was great. Uh, all right. So uh, 1995, obviously Tim Allen, Tom Hanks, uh, John Lasseter directed it. But I really want to mention in this we, – we, we all we know Toy Story. We don't have to talk too much about it. But I do want to mention um, Slinky Dog. Slink, the guy, Jim Varney, voiced Slinky Dog in the Love first Slinky. two. Yeah. I uh, and in doing my research, turns out he died in two thousand. He did. Yeah, which is yeah. really unfortunate. Yeah, but he died man, really. Woody, Woody, Buzz. I I love. I, I don't know if that was good to you or not, but I just Slinky Dog did was you? one of. I liked him so much. Uh, he was you know, the Toy Story is obviously it's about Buzz and Woody, but the supporting cast is just so amazing. That's what makes all those movies, in my opinion. I always liked. Uh, I think my favorite character was always Mr. Potato Head. Oh, oh, and and, and uh, yes, definitely for me too. Especially when he gets that when he gets Mrs. Potato Head by Don Rickles. Ham is like, mm-hmm. way to go, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it, yes, and it's because he's a spud from yeah. Idaho, that where they make potatoes. Yeah. Um, love it. Did I have to explain that? I don't know. But, Probably not. Um, no, I, I, but I love it. it. At Christmas, he's like, please be Mr. Potato Head. 
be a Mr. Potato. Hey, yeah. I can dream. <laughs> hey, I can dream, can I? Yeah, and it's Don Rickles. I mean, Don, Don Rickles is great. Is awesome. Um, awesome. And and, uh, and final point, and then we'll go to your number three. Um, so uh, you might be wondering out there, well, who took over for Slinky Dog in Toy Story three and four? Well, that was Blake Clark, who uh, was the dad in Fifty First Dates. Oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. He's in so many. Well, he's, things. he's in a lot of uh, Adam Sandler movies. He was in Hold- Home Improvement. Yeah, he was in uh, a lot of Adam Sandler movies. But he's in a lot of stuff. And another little fun fact I about like him: him. Uh, he was born in Macon, Georgia. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't think we ever mentioned on this show that this show is based out of Georgia. We we yeah. both live in Atlanta, and uh, or just outside of it. Actually, my address is Atlanta. Mine too. I'm two minutes away. Well, so. My address is Dunwoody, Sandy Springs, or Atlanta. It, it's really confusing. Yeah, mine's just Atlanta, but yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, I guess it would be Sandy Springs. But anyway. All right. So moving on to your number three. Ahoy! I'm a sailor. I sail. Oh, no I sail. I'm a sailor. Yes, that's yes. your. No, that's on your childhood favorites. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's it's what about Bob? And it's got my favorite person. I already told you. I, I, I'll let him bang me, honestly. Hey, Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Other than him, <laughs> no. Bill Murray, yeah, Richard Dreyfus, and uh, that movie was uh, directed by Frank Oz, who also directed Little Shop of Horrors and The Indian in the Cupboard, which I didn't know. Which is I like both of those movies. Yeah, very cool. Um, but what about Bob? Is just one of my all time. Easily all-time favorite movies. Not even just childhood favorite, just just favorite altogether. I love Bill Murray in that movie. And actually, my favorite line from that movie would be, Roses are red, violets are blue, I'm a schizophrenic, and so am I. <laughs> and I just, I love it. He's great. He is absolutely great. All right. But we are uh, kind of running out of time, so why don't we go to your number... Three or two? Uh, we're on two. We have, we have four more movies oh, yeah, to talk you're about. You're number three with Toy Story. Okay, go, go mm-hmm. ahead. Yep. So number two for me, this is going to be another one of the uh, – I, I said it earlier. Number one and two, I watched so many times at my granny's house, and that's why they're um, just ingrained in my memory um, and in my heart and in my soul. So number two is Flubber. Flubber. Flubber, man. I loved Flubber. Robin Williams. Ted Levine. Uh, I, for me, he's from he, – I, I know him from Monk, but he also was Buffalo Bill. Uh, for those out there who might not know who Ted Levine is, yeah, and then Marsha Gay uh, Harden was in that as well. She was the love interest. I love the flying car. I love the the bowling the ball. Awesome. Yeah, and Ted Levine playing as one of the henchmen who gets hit by the bowling ball that like flies up into space oh, and yeah. comes down. Oh yeah, wasn't he in Inspector Gadget as well? I, I I saw that movie once and I was good on that. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean I loved I loved it. But yeah. Um, he might have been. Yeah, I, I you know it is what it is. But uh, yeah, nineteen ninety seven, uh, directed by Les Mayfield, and uh, who didn't do much after that. But yeah, man, Flubber just all time, all time, all time favorite for me. Uh, Robin Williams, one of his best. I'm, I'm biased because it was from my childhood, sure. But man, I just loved Flubber, and I hope that people out there listening uh, have seen that movie and love it as much as I have. And if you haven't seen that movie, out of all of these on this list, I would tell you to go see that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, um, your number two. My number two, uh, Uncle Buck. The Uncle Buck, John Hughes movie, all right, 1989, you know, John Hughes, also Weird Science, 16 Candles, but Uncle Buck, gotta be one of the best John Hughes movies, if not the, if not the best, well, I actually, my number one is also a John Hughes movie, so uh, I guess not the best, but, um, but John Candy, another rest in peace guy right there, um, yeah. Macaulay Culkin, Jean Louisa Kelly, if you don't know who Jean Louisa Kelly is, she was also, uh, one of the stars on the TV show Yes, Dear, which I grew up loving. Um, but that's all I really got to say, man. Uncle Buck. Yeah, no, definitely a classic. I, I love it. John love Candy, it. rest in peace, um, is also – he he and um, – oh, man, I just had his, his name, and now, and now it escaped me. Um, what are you talking about? The guy from SNL. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I yeah. Put, those two are, like, up there for me as far as, like – uh, guys who gave us who who were like bright flames who were great for us as Americans and and, sure. and internationally just as movie watchers and who died before their time. Oh, there's plenty of them actually. If yeah, we, we actually even have a uh, top ten missed actors, yes, uh, yeah. on one episode. So I just mean when I think of one of those, we'll when I think of John Candy, <laughs> when I think of John Candy, I think of Chris Farley, Chris Farley. and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. When they so, were just both big big guys, so. Maybe that's why, but I, it was also just the, their comedic genius. Oh, absolutely. In the, in the movies. Absolutely. And, yeah. So, uh, number number one. Number one, ready? Yeah. Uh, people are going to be like, what the hell, Dalton? But it, it was the one that I watched the most as a kid. I loved it so much. I couldn't get enough of it. It was Rookie of the Year. All right. Rookie of the Year, 1993. 
Uh, stars Thomas Ian Nicholas as as uh, as the as the kid uh, who, who who's the star of the whose arm breaks and then he's able to be a he's able to throw like a 110 mile an hour fastball yeah, something and he ridiculous. joins I think it's yeah. the Twins that he joins and um, I haven't seen it in a long time so I, I yeah oh it's your favorite but you don't really remember details I and mean, come on I watched it a lot as a kid doesn't necessarily mean I've done a lot of uh, drinking since then so my 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 memory is that so what great. that is yeah yeah that's, oh, that's what it is. I, I've known him a long time. I thought he was just losing it. <laughs> yeah, you so, know, maybe that's, that's cool. it. Uh, he, and uh, something about Thomas Ian Nicholas, I didn't even realize this. He goes on to be an American Pie. He's Kevin Myers in American Pie. Which one is Kevin Myers? Um, he's he's not is, Sean William Scott. He's not Jason Biggs. Is he the know? is he the, like big dumb guy that gets no. with the girl? No, okay. no, no, no. Uh, he's the the final one. He he would be if this was The Hangover. He is would he be the, the one that they he's the short obnoxious one that that just he keeps trying to be with that same girl yes. and then blows it because he's an idiot yeah yes okay. that one yeah we, we all have known and been that guy yeah oh yeah for yeah. sure uh, i'm still that guy from time to time <laughs> hey ladies a couple more hey things ladies. a couple more things about rookie of the year gary Busey's also in it amazing really? yeah he's he's like his de facto dad okay. like stepdad in it like he's, he's like the pitcher who's waning and 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 uh thomas ian nicholas's character takes over his spot basically so he becomes okay. like the, the pitcher's coach and then he falls for his mom, and it's it's great. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Rookie of the Year, you probably don't care to watch it, but it's a great one. If you have seen it, you know why it's great because it has so many fun quotes. Um, like when when he's out there at first base, and and he's trying to, um, and he's not he's not a good base runner, and he's like trying to get the uh, he's trying to go at the pitcher, and he's like, hey, and the pitcher has this huge mustache, like a cop mustache underneath his <laughs> nose. And he's like, what you got growing under your nose? And he gets under his skin, and he ends up getting all the way to second, and he starts playing chicken with him, and he's like, I dare to throw the ball a day to throw the ball up a day to throw it and oh it's, it's so great um, i have to rewatch that one because i have not seen that in a long long time final note about it it was directed by daniel stern you know who daniel stern is uh, i know who it's not david stern i, was, I, was, I know yeah. who david stern is i know uh, who howard stern is or sorry i meant uh, i meant howard stern who, <laughs> wait who's oh david stern's nba commissioner right yeah yeah no, no no okay no i was thinking howard stern it's neither of those it's actually uh one of the wet bandits from home alone Ah, it's the taller guy. The tall guy. I think his okay. name is Marv. I think. Yeah, Marv. Yeah. Marvin. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. He directed that, and he also was. He also. Uh, it, it has really? a character. He also has. No, a, I'm definitely watching that movie. You should, man. He has a little I bit like in it. Guy. He's a. Li- he's really ridiculous. He ends up getting himself locked inside the the cage. He's like the player's manager, and yeah. he and he not not like not manager of the team, but he's like he's there to like help them like with morale or something. And he ends up like getting locked in a cage in the in the <laughs> the locker room. Yeah. Um. It, while they're all playing the final. game game and, and it's it's really dumb i actually didn't like that like him in it but he it was funny at the same time so that's nice. my number one i know i spent a lot of time on it but it's only because it's my number one and it's near and dear to my heart so i don't know how long i'm gonna spend on mine again i like i said it's another john hughes movie um it's ferris bueller's day off 1986 uh you know matthew Broderick, alan ruck jeffrey jones you know bueller bueller anyone mm-hmm. bueller yep. bueller I had a college professor who looked just like him. But the thing that I will say about Ferris Bueller's Day Off is, it, it, I remember in Family Guy they had an episode where they were like, "Well," and Peter Peter was like, "Well, what about Cameron? It was Cameron's days off too, or days off." Yeah, you know. So uh, Cameron really, to me, made that movie. Uh, Cameron Fry, who was wearing the the red Red Wings jersey, um, <clears throat> he he made the movie for me, especially that part where he's like, "When Cameron goes to Egypt land." Let my Cameron go. <laughs> is he the one who's like mad at his dad for the? Yeah, thing? he's he mad at his dad. His he dad puts the has car in the reverse. awesome Ferrari, like yeah. the most beautiful fucking car in the world. I love that car so much. I actually have a poster of just that car. My favorite scene from that is when the the valet guys take take it for a spin. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then Star Wars music comes. Yes. And they're like, yeah and they're driving that thing oh dude that car is so badass no my favorite part is when they're at the cubs game and meanwhile the principal jeffrey jones kind of a well i love jeffrey jones to death but he's i think he's a convicted pedophile but oh great he's in a, a lot of awesome movies he's in devil's advocate he's in beetlejuice he's in a lot of good stuff um anyway not to talk about uh, Jeffrey Jones's uh, child pornography thing, but sure, we've said that <laughs> two times too many now. Go on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But my favorite part of that movie is when he's at the arcade and uh, Ferris Bueller and Cameron were at the Cubs game and they were just on TV. And then he looks up and then he's like, "What's the score?" 
Nothing to nothing. Who's winning? The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I love that. I love Ferris Bueller. I love John Hughes. I mean, Breakfast Club, Plans, Trains, and Automobiles. Everything he does is just awesome. I wish he was still alive directing movies. And that's all I got to say about my number one movie. That's good. Ferris Bueller's Day Off right there. And I, I know I told you, we were talking about this before we uh, recorded. We, I, we didn't, so folks out there listening, we didn't know most of each other's lists but we as we were kind of going through it we did talk about some of them i knew what his number one was going to be ferris bueller and I, so i was telling you charles before it but i'll tell, I'll tell the listeners uh, just a little anecdote about dalton titzhaw uh when i was in when i was in high school i averaged missing 19 days a semester i was the quintessential ferris bueller obviously never had a fun day like he did you know right. but i don't think any of us could have uh, been able to actually gotten that but we could aspire we could aspire you know so uh, so I was known as Ferris Bueller by uh, a few friends who, who saw me skip all the time and, or saw me come in late with a note from my parents that was not from my parents, or at least my parents didn't write it. And, um, and so one time on my birthday, I think it was like my 17th birthday, my girlfriend got me uh, a, a, a copy of Ferris Bueller, and then so did one of my other friends. So I got Such two copies man. of Ferris Bueller. And the fact of the matter is, dude, I, I don't really like the movie that much. I don't. Well, I haven't seen it since high school, though, so I should rewatch it. And I was actually going to say, uh, I, I actually forgot that my all-time favorite scene in that movie is when they're at the parade. Oh, yeah. And they're, but, I mean, if you don't like that movie, then you just need to watch that scene because that scene is like the happiest. I scene. do. Is, Everyone's coming together. It Everyone's makes you dancing in the street, and they're doing you know twist, twist and, shout, and shout, and then they're doing uh, Daka Shane. When he does Daka Shane, that's such a great song. Um, I just I love that movie. That's such a just a happy go lucky movie right there. And uh, and I don't even care about Jeffrey Jones's past. And I don't care about Matthew Broderick's past. I love that movie. <laughs> I love it. Damn it. We are not condoning. Wait, is condone the right? We are yes. not. We do not condone. Yeah, right. In yeah. sexual activities with minors. Okay. Uh, yes. Or or car wrecks with where in Ireland where people pass away. Yeah, and don't, and then don't apologize about it. If you're gonna fucking kill somebody in a car wreck and only have to pay 175 dollars, you better at least go meet the people that are still alive, part of that family, and you know apologize. Damn it. So on a happier note, let's talk about what our uh, let's talk about the movie that we're uh, we're about to go watch, and then let's talk about uh, what our next episode uh, is going to be about. So the movie we're about to watch, I brought this over so that me and Dalton could watch it. He has seen the remake of it, which is not nearly as good. Also, Matthew Broderick <laughs> in the remake. But um, I actually only watched half the, of it. The original producers. Because I couldn't get through um, it. I, the producers, 1967, came out Came out in 1967. It was Zero Mostel uh, and Gene Wilder, who, of course, is just wonderful. And then also the, the great Kenneth Mars, who played one of my favorite roles in uh, Young Frankenstein. Um and then it's also got Dick Sean, directed by Mel Brooks, of course, the wonderful, wonderful Mel Brooks. And I really hope, the man's like 96 years old, I really hope he makes it like another 96, because I, I just want more movies from him. Yeah. He's just wonderful. I mean, I love Mel Brooks to death, so. so definitely excited about that, and we will open up the next episode, talk, giving our thoughts on yeah, that, just a for a few minutes. About producers. And then we're going to go into our next top 10, which is going to be top 10 Pixar movies. Pixar films, yes, sir. We're yep. going to get right to it. Not to the Disney, big guns. just Pixar. We do have uh, animated and non-animated Disney's as well, but that will be sometime in the future. But yeah, Pixar. So there Looking you go. Forward to it. Uh, thank you for listening, tuning in. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. Please give us some feedback uh, if you have, if you're friends with either of us on Facebook or whatever. Let us know what you thought. And uh, once we get our Facebook page up as well, that'll be a great place to comment. And so we can all uh, be in this together, and we can uh, you know talk shit to each other about why our Woo. lists are terrible, and also praise each other for <laughs> liking the movies that we uh, like ourselves. And all there really is to say now is it's gonna be a real, real treat. treat.